whether you eat or drink. Whatever you do. 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 Or whatever you do. Do all to the glory of God. Welcome to Whatever You Do. I'm Danny. And I'm Abby. We're just best friends trying to figure out how to bring glory to God in whatever you do. Welcome back. Hey. Feels like it's been a really long time since we recorded, since we recorded our last episode early. And this episode is coming to you as close to live as they'll probably ever be. (laughs) Yeah. It could only get a little bit closer. It's just over 24 hours. Before you'll be hearing this. Here we are. We've made it. (laughs) So. Lots of adventures have taken place. Where did we leave off? That you were pregnant. I'm pregnant, guys. And Danny is is no longer in the yay I'm pregnant stage. She's in the I'm in the if I don't feel pukey, I feel pass out tired. If I don't feel pass out tired, I feel pukey. Yeah. And I'm not actually throwing up, to be clear. I don't get that sick. I just get in the I feel like I want to throw up. A lot of the day. Mm -hmm. And as you may have seen on our Facebook page, (laughs) da 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 da! Surprise! It may not be a surprise to anyone else, but it was a surprise to me. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty sure you were the only one really surprised. I really, really was surprised. And I feel like it's only because I just have this norm. Of how things normally go when I get pregnant. That obviously... Abby knows I'm making fun of her real much in my head right now. (laughs) Real much? Real much. Real much, yeah. So normally, every other time, I get my positive pregnancy test when I'm pregnant by 10 or 11 days past ovulation. So this cycle, like the last few cycles... Once 10 days past ovulation has occurred, I'll start taking pregnancy tests. So I took one at 10 days, negative. 11 days, negative. 12 days, negative. So I thought, okay, well, I'm just really not It would pregnant. for sure show up by that day. Yeah, we had this conversation Even in my kitchen. Even though it was day 11 that you started telling me you were having some very clear cramping. Yeah, so I was like, okay, so I'm going to get my period because I don't get cramping this late in the game if I'm pregnant. These, This is just my thought process. So, And we, my thought process is hmm, implantation can happen anywhere between day 6 and 16. Day 11 is a perfect time for implantation cramping. Normally, every other time I get implantation cramping at 8 days, so I was like nope. So, we were getting ready to go on a mother-daughter retreat on the Friday when I was at 12 days past ovulation. I took a test that morning. It was negative, so I packed a ton of pads and stuff for my trip, expecting to get my period. Saturday rolled around. I didn't take a test because I was at the cabin. Um, But you also didn't get your period. Didn't get my period. But You were sure because you were supposed to start the next day that it was just around the corner. And still feeling... Just around the river. (laughs) (laughs) 
still feeling very crampy, like on my left side, very like... Just on one side, folks. Yeah. Hmm. So, Sunday woke Imagine up. Imagine that. And I was really having to do some mental work this time because I felt like the lot... The last two cycles specifically, I really thought I was going to be pregnant. And so I kind of like was getting more in that mindset. And so when I realized I wasn't pregnant, but I actually was, but I didn't know. And I thought I wasn't. She realized for sure she wasn't. When I realized for sure I wasn't (laughs) pregnant. Even though the rest of us hadn't realized that so for surely. I had to like really work mentally on being okay with that. Reminding myself of all the reasons why I'm glad I'm not pregnant and God's timing is perfect and it really would suck to be pregnant and do it the same month as Danny because then we wouldn't be able to take care of each other and so now suddenly my suggestions that she still could potentially be pregnant since she hadn't started her period I got really mad at Danny (laughs) when we were getting ready to leave the cabin on Sunday because she kept being like you haven't gotten your period. And I finally was like, this is already hard enough for me to have to like mentally tell, like untell myself I'm pregnant and like accept the fact that I'm not pregnant. So you making these comments isn't helping me do that. Also, because since we had left our babies for one day, she was sure that her baby was weaned for the rest of his life. We didn't leave our babies for one day. We left our babies for we three days. left our babies from nursing for one day because they nursed on Friday and they nursed on Sunday. Okay, fine. So they only didn't nurse Saturday. Yeah. Well, so I was thinking my baby's going to wean. I'm not pregnant. And this all sounds stupid compared to like what people who have struggle with infertility deal with. I realized yeah, that. Right. And you weren't like hardcore struggling with it. No, you it was just, just this mental like. You were just annoyed with me that I was suggesting otherwise because. That it could still be possible because I was trying to like sure. tell myself it's not possible and not to be hopeful at all because I really didn't think it, it was going to happen anymore. So. Then we drove home, and the whole drive home, we were talking about postpartum time and how much... I shut up and let Abby do her mental work she needed to do, <laughs> convincing herself how wonderful it was that we weren't pregnant at the same time. And, and I, I her just go with that. Just and I daydream away. talked about how nice it was <laughs> during my last postpartum time when we could be helping each other and how much I really needed your help. And in my mind, I'm thinking, well, clearly this is why this God... Is perfect. This is why. ...didn't have me get pregnant this cycle is because I really needed Danny last time during the postpartum period because it's really a major challenge for me. So I'm thinking all of this as we're driving home. Out loud. She's thinking it out loud. Mm -hmm. Get home from the cabin trip and go nurse my baby, put him to sleep. He nursed, guys. Yeah, yeah, he did. Right away. And he's still nursing. Within the first three seconds (laughs) of her getting home. (laughs) Yep. I've never left a nursing baby, okay? I know. I know. It just was funny. So then I went to the bathroom and I was like about to go to the bathroom. I'm like, well, it is the day I'm supposed to get my period. I'm probably going to get it later tonight, but I'll just take a test anyway. And I just like take a test and I like set it on the counter, flush the toilet, wash my hands and look down at it. And like, mind you, because she usually tests so early, she doesn't usually look at them until five minutes after because she knows they're going to be so faint. Yes. And I look down at this this time and I'm like, oh. Um, what, why is that? I, I just like, it's only been like 30 seconds and I already see something I'm forming. Like, okay, is it, am I crazy? And I hadn't even really said hi to my husband after being gone. So I walk out of the bathroom and he's like, hi, how's your trip? And I'm like, oh, uh, 
Uh, so this, do you, do you see anything on here? Like was totally fumbling and feeling super like I didn't even know what to say. And he's like, oh yeah, yep. Yay. We're pregnant. And I'm like, I don't, um, what? Uh, and I'm like still like in such shock and disbelief because I had just been preparing myself to not be pregnant. And I really just felt like it was impossible. She had really convinced herself, you guys. Very much so. So I, then I went and told Tim about all of my conversations with Danny. And he's like, oh, she's going to be so happy <laughs> to find out that she was right. So he's like, can I go over and tell her? And I'm like, sure. Thinking it, he means both of us. And he like busts out the door with <laughs> thinking he's going to go without me to tell you. So we walk over next door. Then he decides he's going to. Yeah. So then he walks in your house and he's like, with all your kids, he's like, so we have an announcement. And I just give him this death look like you like, can't oh. announce to their kids before we've even told our kids. Like we literally like took it two seconds before we walked over to your yeah. house. So no, like I wasn't even in belief quite yet. So Tim's like, maybe we could go outside. So we went outside and Tim said. Abby's pregnant. And and then I got a big, giant smile. <laughs> and I said, are you more happy that... Pride over my <laughs> Yes, I said, are you more happy that you were right or that there's life growing in my womb? I think it was equal. <laughs> it was equal parts of happiness. Yep. So... Yeah. It was pretty Still great. doesn't feel totally But real. then, the funniest part was when you, I was kind of acting surprised by it, and you're like... You didn't think that's what we were going to tell you? And I'm like, we've been home for like 15 <laughs> minutes and you just spent the just... whole day telling me how for sure you weren't even going to test till like Tuesday. Maybe if I haven't started until Tuesday, I'll take it. I'm like, no, I didn't think that's what you're coming over to say. I thought you had yourself so convinced that there was no way you were even going to. I just feel like when someone says we have to tell you, I just felt like in how Tim I had did it. no idea. I was thinking, well, this whole weekend, like, who knows what has happened or gone on. Like, I felt like it was weird. I didn't know, though, what. <laughs> anyway. Well, yeah. But. So now here we are. Yep. Danny's currently. Seven weeks today. No. Is it seven weeks today or eight weeks today? Seven. Oh, okay. You're like four and a half. Yeah. So Danny Jane, yep. You'll so we're like two and a half weeks apart. Yes. Yep. So I'm. So I feel great still. Still feeling like I'm. I'm just gonna keep saying I'm six weeks till you get to five. It's easier to remember five and seven. Yeah. But I don't feel like we can jump you up. I'd rather hold me back. Yeah. So. That's probably good for mental. So on Sunday you can be five and I can be seven. And okay. The great. next Sunday you can be six and I can be eight and I don't mind. Okay. Um, when did you start feeling sick, would you say? Earlier this time than other ones for me. I would say, let's see. I was still fine at four and a half weeks. That's the day I took my test. And you didn't feel any different then besides emotional? Right. The next day I was fine. That's a book study like I was fine. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like it was hard for me at all to not seem pregnant to you, mm-hmm. like to yeah. be, seem normal. Um, was it that Wednesday night when I was like right around five weeks? I would have been five weeks mm-hmm. the next day that I think I was still okay. 
but people were kind of like you were like was that when your air conditioner ran out yeah was that I think so. Yeah. And people were like, mm-hmm. you were like falling asleep on the couch. Yeah. And- that was the first night I think that I really like was exhausted. Like I yeah. can't even stay awake. And then I feel like from then the not feeling very good started. Yeah. Yep. Well. It's coming right around the corner. I know. It's like looking at you and how far... It was different when it was like you were four pregnant. months ahead because it's like it just felt. But knowing it's like so around the corner, like you're just stepping, like yeah. just steps I'm walking behind into me it uh-huh. on everything. Yep. I know. Yeah, I know. So great, so great, so <laughs> thankful we're pregnant at the same time. So we've spent the last couple of days really not dwelling on the <laughs> negatives and. Trying to be excited about the belly pictures we're going to take together. And we did our Facebook announcement together, which yep. was fun. Mm-hmm. There'll be lots of fun things we can do together, including puking together. <laughs> thinking about doing our big ultrasounds together, mm-hmm. which could be really special with our 13 children mm-hmm. crammed in there. Yep. We're coming for you, Sunny. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. Um, what else? I guess the biggest thing that I've had to be dreading and working through that you have not hit the dreading point yet is food. Mm-hmm. I've been feeling really excited I about food. No, you have. <laughs> and I'm, yeah. I'm... Abby's been extremely optimistic like I'm open to trying things I've never liked before in my whole life like fish (laughs) where I'm like I love fish but trying to eat fish every day sounds just really awful yeah in all ways I'm sure this will all change by next week I'm sure it will too but I have no doubt right now I'm like well I'm just gonna enjoy food and eat it while I can Yes, I think that's a very good plan. Very but good. how you're usually feeling better by like 13, 13, 12, 13. Yeah, right around there. That's good. I think with Arrow it was 15, but. Mm. Mm. Where do, when would you say you start feeling better? 12. Okay. 12, 13. Maybe even slightly better in the 11th week leading up to 12 but not all the way probably all the way better by 13 weeks okay so we can do it it's not that far away we got this it's only a month and a half it'll (laughs) be fine yeah um mother-daughter retreat that was a good time yes so our friend melissa who you May or may not have listened to the podcast. Where we introduced her. Our other neighbor. She planned a mother-daughter retreat at her cabin up north. And it's the first time we've ever done something like that. So it was for daughters seven and up. Mm -hmm. So my youngest daughter didn't come. But there were... It ended up being, what, five moms? Yeah. Yeah. And 
one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight daughters. And then another friend came who does not have daughters, but is involved in our daughter's lives mm-hmm. a lot and loves our kids very dearly. Um, so it was great having her there with us. Yeah, and we read some like chapters in... What's the name of the book? It's called Beautiful Girlhood, and it was written in the early 1900s, I think. And there's like questions that accompanied each chapter that we did. And... Yeah, it. I have the book and had never gone through any of it. And just going through the couple of chapters that we did it made me more excited to take the time to hopefully go through more of the, like, all of the book mm-hmm. with my girls. Um, and there's one that's, I don't remember the second book, but there's another book that's for a older. sequel for older aged girls, I think 13 to 20. So I accidentally ordered that at the same time oh. as the other one. So I have that now. Great. So, yeah. That should be good. I'm kind of glad. I think that it would have been one of those things that would have sat around for a long time. Maybe it still will be, but (laughs) I feel definitely more driven to and motivated to go through it, knowing sort of what the chapters were like and basically just talking on different character traits that are good to develop as a a girl that may or may not seem important to you as a young woman, but kind of talking about why they are mm-hmm. important to focus on when when you're young and they might seem sort of frivolous or unnecessary. Um, but then as you grow into a woman, why it's good to already have some of those disciplines and character traits in your life as more responsibilities are added and more people depend upon you for different things. And yeah. So I felt like a lot of them were good reminders for me. Oh yeah. So an encouragement to me. Um, I thought it was great to just have one-on-one time. I mean, two-on-one for you, you brought both of your daughters, but just that like, really focused and intentional time Mm -hmm. with our girls and you know I feel like at least in in my family I feel like Graceland my oldest can sometimes because she's just a very like she'll kind of do whatever you ask and she's very wanting to help and please like she just can easily get like looked over as far as, like, trying to spend a ton of time with her. Mm-hmm. You know, when the younger kids demand a lot more of your attention and things like that. That yeah. So I was glad to get to, like, Yes, spend... and I really was glad that our husbands encouraged us to leave the babies. Yes, me too. As hard as that was for us. It was very hard. We're I, like, both bawled. still nursing yes. our babies and had never left them. And they're both, I mean... Deke probably even more so than Arrow, but they're both nursing in the night still, yeah. too. And both of our husbands not only just said, I guess it's okay if you leave them, but both of them said, I'm not going to force you. Maybe Tim was a little bit more. <laughs> Tim almost. just really felt like it was important 
for me to... Right. Chip was sort of like, if you really feel like you need to take Deke, that's fine, but he very much thought it would be better for me to leave him, and he was very okay, not just okay, but encouraging of, I'm going to be fine with him, and he'll do great, and it's okay if he wakes up in the night, yeah. and, like, I got this, like, you don't need to worry about anything, yeah. and, I don't know, it was a really great reminder of just what good husbands we have, and yeah. honestly, I think one thing that is, when people see that we have eight going on nine children a lot of times they'll ask me how I do it and it's like first of all obviously the Lord provides everything we need yeah whether that's materialistically whether that's time whether that's energy Mm -hmm. um he brings everything into place it seems like always at the right time but he is really blessed both of us with husbands who yeah. are on the same page and who are fully committed to leading their families, spending time with their families. I mean, neither of our husbands have these grand hobbies that they spend a lot of time on. I mean, right. they're not working to provide for our families or doing some ministry that they feel really called to do but even that i'd say that they put both they put our families as their primary ministry and the first yeah focus um all the time and when i meet women who have this desire to have a lot of children or um but they're like oh yeah my husband doesn't want to at all like he doesn't want any more kids i always think like that would be really difficult if Mm -hmm. even if you get your own way and you get you have more children Mm -hmm. Like, that's going to be really rough. Yeah. Because it's really helpful having it be a partnership. Yeah, for sure. In all of this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really glad that we didn't bring the babies. I, I probably would have caved and brought Arrow last minute had we not planned another trip in a few weeks that we will be needing to leave our babies again. Um, But this time I'll be leaving my kids with my mom and my mother-in-law. So I felt like I needed to like prepare Arrow and, and just see how it went with Tim first Mm -hmm. before I left him with my mother and mother-in-law in in a few weeks. Yeah. So I kind of felt like I didn't have a choice. Like I couldn't bring Arrow because he needed to like go through this weekend. And he literally did fine. Like. Yeah. I'd say he did. Better than when I'm with him. Exceptionally (laughs) well. Yeah. So. Yeah. Deke did fine. But he really missed you. as fine as Arrow did. But. Arrow, I don't even feel like he cared. I mean, he was still happy to nurse when I got back, and he's still happy to nurse. He still likes you. Yes. But I feel like he definitely doesn't like me the way that Deke likes you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well. (sighs) Deke. That whole 18-month stage is hitting strong. Yep. Especially with him. He's... He's and I feel like your last kid before Deke was Archer. 
Yeah, and it's a very big contrast. It's a huge... I mean, Archer is on the side of the spectrum of, like, never do anything wrong. I might even be sinless. <laughs> not we really. all know that's know. not true, but... But that side of the spectrum. He's like... You even tell him not to do anything that he's not even doing something wrong and you're like make sure you don't touch that okay he just stands there like completely <laughs> stoic like i wouldn't ever Dare dream disobeying to you mother get close to that yeah and then so, you have deke who's like <laughs> he reminds me a lot of cal yeah yeah Deke is a very independent child. Mm-hmm. He knows what he wants. He has, has found that he has strong opinions very recently. I think bef- up until now, until the last couple of months, I think he was really taking pleasure in obeying. Mm-hmm. Like us being very like, good job, Dee, good mm-hmm. boy. And, you know, that's all, all you had to do to get him to be like, oh, they're cheering me on to not touch that, so I'm not gonna. And mm-hmm. now he's like, I don't really care what they think. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do this now. Yeah. So, and he's have, he found, he found a new love of technology also. Yep. He's mm-hmm. figured out how to turn on the Kindles and get through the passwords somehow and <laughs> I'm not really sure in my phone he wants it all and he wants it now and if you tell him no he really knows how to scream and oh yeah howl mm-hmm. and throw his head back and it's been great but he's at the age where we're very much parents who discipline our children but this age is always so tricky for us because they're 100% being defiant and they 100% know that they're being defiant but the whole level of you know they understand a lot but you're just not not sure how much exactly sure in each conversation how much is for sure getting through and well then plus adding on the how you've been feeling with your pregnancy and I feel like yes I don't want to have there's the amount of consistency I want to have mm-hmm. is like it's I'm at that stage where my kids ask me to do something I'm like do whatever you want as long as you stay alive I don't really when care. I walked out of your house a couple days ago Emery said I'm so glad the moms are pregnant to Cade and he's like oh and I like turned around and looked at me goes because we get to have so many more movie nights <laughs> when the moms feel crappy that's pretty true I'm like oh well it's not the new life growing in our wombs or anything <laughs> sure that part's exciting too but they don't really get to see the full ramification yes. of that for another I will say though several having months. our kids announce pregnancies to each other is really cute like how exciting they how excited they all are for each other and yes yep I don't think there's any of the kids of any of our families who have ever reacted negatively to the news well I never showed you this video, oh. but we took a video and we told, told Grayson and Sayla, and Sayla had her pout face and was like, and we're like, aren't you excited? And she's like, no, I just want another baby arrow. 
And that's it. Oh. So she just wants another arrow. And because this is a new baby, she was like, "Mm, no. (laughs) But then she got over it really quickly. Yeah. And is excited. But Sayla is a very... I wouldn't necessarily count that <laughs> that's just i feel like if she wasn't that way it would be a little strange you yeah. know mm-hmm. she's gotta be she's definitely moody gotta be pee out about something <laughs> yep <laughs> oh sayla i really wonder what this is gonna mean for her in the future seeing as how she's four right now i know i don't like to think about that Yeah, i'm sure you don't <laughs> <laughs> well brinley had a dream the other night that Mrs. Melissa was pregnant with twin girls, and Miss Abby was pregnant with twin boys, and I was just pregnant with one girl. So, we'll that see. That would be interesting. We'll see if Brinley has any insight in her dream life. I'm guessing no, but you never know. It'd be really fun for someone to have twins. Abby keeps saying this, and so I just vote that it's her. (laughs) Yeah. She thinks it's so fun that... I know it's not. Like, I know there's parts about... It's like us being pregnant at the same time. There's parts that I'm like, oh, that sounds so fun. And then there's other parts that are like... Yeah, I shouldn't be too pessimistic about it. I did have twins, and I do love my twins. Yeah. It is fun being a twin mom, but... There's also Also, after I had the twins, I was like... What are my chances of having twins again? Because if it's, like, way increased, that's really going to be a hard sell that God is convicting me to be open to more pregnancies. <laughs> but thankfully, you knew it wasn't any increased chance. Yeah, with identical twins, I'm still in the normal like, 3% of women category. Obviously, I mm-hmm. fell into that once, but... Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? find out wonder Melissa had her ultrasound tonight I know I've been wondering but she's not finding out if she's having a boy or girl but she'd know if she's having those twin girls true I, I'm guessing no I know but at the beginning of her pregnancy we really were starting to wonder but I feel like she has evened out Pretty, pretty nicely. And her in last her baby was belly size giant. So it's true. She won the record for giantest baby on the block, and she won the record of getting pregnant first this time. I know so. she's just winning all sorts of. Mm-hmm. We have to give awards. it to her because she's the only one who cares about these records. <laughs> Melissa's winning, guys. Yep. Um, if it sounds like we're really struggling to know what to talk about. The level of which it's taking me to stay awake right now is very... I feel like my eyes keep wanting to close. I know we've said before that we're not exactly sure why people would listen to us talk to each other. And yeah. We also said we were going to do a Q&A. Oh, but nobody time. said... Oh, I guess we did get questions, questions before. But... That's just not going to happen today. Sorry, guys. We'll do that real soon. This should tell you how much we love you. The fact that we're even doing this right now. Yeah. I thought for sure Danny was going to bail on me tonight. Just because I looked at her and thought I would bail if I were her. But I knew if I bailed tonight, that, like, really locked me into tomorrow night. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like I'm going to feel any more like doing it tomorrow night. And then I'm just going to feel more pressure. So I was like, well, we'll just get it over with. Well... This is the good thing for Abby in us being 
close in our pregnancies is that I, this is going to sound prideful and conceited, but I feel like I have a little bit more of a, like, let's just get it done attitude yes. in life. And now Abby's going to be forced to feel like a big schmuck if I'm like, let's just get it done and do it. And she's like, eh. Yeah. So. But I do think I get sicker than you. I do too. But I agree with what you're saying. But yeah, there is. I, I mean, I'll still be gracious to you, but I do it think is different. there's going to be some level of like me Neither just of us want to work out right now, so let's Me just, just dragging you along mm-hmm. and you're like, fine. Yep. Let's do it. And there's some level of having someone to drag along with me that makes me more yes. motivated to do it too. So That's very true. I don't know. So we're going to try to figure out food. Yeah, food is difficult for me. To even think about right now. But also difficult for me because I I just feel like there's a lot of different opinions about food. And I never know uh, how seriously to take all of it. Mm-hmm. And... You know, you have people who don't even pay one little bit of attention to what they're eating. Eating any differently. At all. And they're eating, like, junk and crap the whole time. And they have, like, totally fine pregnancies and Mm -hmm. nothing out of the usual. And obviously, I know one major reason I can't compare myself to those people is because there is a difference when you are on your eighth pregnancy in a row and you've been nursing for 12 years yes. straight. Obviously, there's a difference fundamentally in your body mm-hmm. of what has been depleted and used up right. and needing to make sure you are really giving your baby and your body the nutrition that it needs. But what I can, that nutrition looks like is what can be really confusing. and Especially because I do feel like there are general guidelines for everybody, but then I feel like different people's physiology is different. And right. so... And even those general guidelines of, like, from what source, because I feel like there's... That is even really conflicting and... Right. Well, and then you have the problem of, even if I agree that organic, grass-fed, pasture-raised meat and wild-caught salmon and yeah, pasture-raised someone local I know chicken eggs are the best and have the most nutrients. It's like, on a practical level and from a budget standpoint and right. even from a practical level of going and getting those things, right? it's like... How much of a difference is that really going to make versus mm-hmm. getting the ground beef that's on sale at Bash's this week? I mean, yeah. And so you have those things to wade through, and then the just real life aspect of are you going to really make this like where you're going to be eating differently than everyone else mm-hmm. around you to try to meet all these requirements? Then another big one for me is I know my body doesn't do well with dairy from the standpoint that I get like 
my skin breaks out in like itchy patches, but it's pretty widely accepted and encouraged that dairy are really good sources of protein and good fats. Mm -hmm. And so even something like that is hard for me. Like, am I going to eat dairy? Am I not? Am I going to eat it for a while and see what happens with my skin? Am I not? Am I going to try to figure out ways to fill in those gaps Mm -hmm. or just cut it out and not care or... Right. And all of this while feeling like you don't want to eat anyway feels like, except for all the things that I feel okay with eating that are absolute junk. I still have not eaten one yet, but I could totally go get a Totino's party pizza right now and just (laughs) eat that whole thing by myself. The cherry Coke to wash it down. Oh, these are things, guys, that only when you're pregnant. I I don't even think about them. I have not had. Well, that's a lie because I did just have soda at Culver's because it sounded mm-hmm. so good. But I don't drink soda ever, like ever, that's true. like ever, ever. Even if it's there for free, I would rather just pick up a water bottle. But for whatever reason. It sounds so delicious right now. Specifically Coke products, Mm -hmm. specifically Cherry Coke. It would be really difficult if someone walked through the door with an ice-cold Cherry Coke. This is going to sound even grosser. (laughs) But, and I've always kind of had this as like something, if I'm craving it, Mm -hmm. that I like. But this makes no sense. I don't think I could drink it out of the can. I would need it poured over ice, and then I'd want it to sit for a few minutes and have the ice start to melt and kind of dilute it a little bit. Oh. Have it get watery, which is, like, what most people hate. Yeah. But no, that's, like... And then I need to drink it with a straw. Oh, well, that's always a requirement. Mm -hmm. Especially with ice in it. Yeah. The fact that I'm even putting ice in it is... Yeah. Difficult. It need to be good ice would be great. Some Sonic ice. Yeah, just a Sonic cherry coke. Mmm. Well, All that nutrition for me <laughs> and my baby. It takes every logical aspect of my brain to be like why would you do that? Why would you ever do that? Why would you put that in your body right now when it's not only not giving you what you need, but also probably doing harm right. to you and your body and your baby. I mean, that's a little bit drastic. I'm sure drinking one cherry Coke <laughs> isn't really harming me that much, but you get the point, you know, when I'm replacing it for things that could be beneficial. Yeah. So there's my struggles in life right now, guys. Also struggling to do laundry or school or dishes or any of the other categories in which getting off the couch (laughs) is a struggle getting dressed i mean i did go for a run today with my that was like my all my energy right there yeah making food and i didn't even have to make dinner you made dinner making lunch was a big big part of my day made burritos for my family. Hmm. 
with some meat that was in the freezer. Mm. It's like shredded beef. I know. It just, just sounds really gross. Oh, so suddenly all this openness <laughs> to any food is that just sounds quickly so. going down the drain for you. Yeah. Well, we'll keep trying to figure out food as yeah. we feel sicker and sicker. You can listen to us. We're we're reading a book called Real Food for Pregnancy. Mm-hmm. I can't remember who it's by right now. I can't either. But we'll tell you that next time, maybe. And so it's actually a really thorough book with... Very thorough. A lot of research and citations. By Lily Nichols. Oh, Lily Nichols. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the first time that we've read this book. And so did you guys just hear my stomach growl? <laughs> you probably didn't. But in the off chance that the microphone picked that up. <laughs> Actually, we just had our friend... Tell us how to make our recordings maybe sound better. We'll see. Oh, we're not give. We're not, we shouldn't give you hope of that. But it might be enough to get rid of stomach growling and things in the background. I heard the stomach growl. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where my body's at right about the now. Anyway, so we're reading this book, mm-hmm. and we'll let you know what we think of it more. Maybe we'll talk out more specific chapters as we try to implement it. Mm-hmm. So. That's the first stage of walking through pregnancy with Brown Town. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you got anything else? Nope. That's all we got for you guys. <laughs> Good night.